0: The Next Level Life podcast is all about mindfulness, mindset, motivation, and conscious entrepreneurship. My name is Christine Corcoran, founder of Periscope Coaching, business and life strategy coach. Each week, I will bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner to help you push past your fears, tap into your purpose, and inspire your soul. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life Podcast. Do you let your emotions get the better of you? Is there an area of your life where you would like to have more self-discipline? Is there some area of your life where you would like to have more consistency and show up and get the results that you really want to achieve? Then self-discipline is the key to be able to create that because without consistency, we will not see the results that we want in our lives. And sometimes we can allow our emotions to get the better of us and rely on how we feel in the moment rather than choosing ahead of time and we also really in this day and age want instant gratification and when it comes to running a business or having anything successful in your life then consistency and self-discipline are the keys to actually getting that and that is a long-term game, right? It's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's not something that's going to happen over a weekend. It's something that needs to happen with consistent action and following of your goals. And if we allow our emotions to take over, then that can often derail us. So I really want to dive into recognizing where our emotions are getting the best of us and where we're letting that happen, but also to whether it's then become a pattern. Because Often, it's patterns that we've played out since our childhood, and if we don't make that change and start to recognize that, create awareness around it and start shifting that pattern, then we will always, always go back to how we feel. And this is very different to relying on your gut, so I just want to make that really clear. I'm not talking about, you know, having that gut feeling and going with your gut when making decisions and moving forward. That's not at all what I mean. is mean. It's when we think about, you know, doing something and it's something that we have maybe previously articulated that we wanted to ourselves or to other people. And then in the moment, we're like, just not feeling it. And it's really fascinating to see because I see people get really frustrated with their emotions and they really want to be able to show up for themselves and show up for their goals. Yet they let their emotions take over and take control. So I just want to start with, we have control over our emotions when we want to. Right In a certain situation, if you needed to control your emotion, you would and you, and you can, yet when we allow our emotions to overcome us and to outweigh the situation and we rely on that to make our decisions to move forward, that, can, when, that is when we can actually be set off course. So where do you need to stop overthinking things and just take action? Emotion is simply energy in motion. And yes, it, emotions are very, very important to us in our lives. It's how we experience life. But sometimes they can get completely out of control. I like to think of emotions as signposts for directing us where we need to look. And if our emotions are getting out of control and they're something that consistently overwhelm us, then there could be some underlying things that we need to work through and maybe some past things. Things that we need to heal before we're able to release that emotion, or often it's because we've suppressed that emotion for so long that it just bubbles up to the surface on a regular basis. So if we've consistently suppressed our emotion, then we we haven't actually processed it. Then that's where we can often have that reaction where we kind of go like literally react in the moment, and our emotions go to the extreme. And we get really, really angry really quickly, or we cry at the drop of a hat, or you know, we get really really overwhelmed and anxious and, and you know stressed really, really quickly when maybe the situation didn't even call for that. And so be, being able to notice when your emotions are getting that out of control and notice when is that playing out from past suppression, or is that because we need to do a little bit of healing around a certain experience and it's a certain moment or experience or situation that triggers that emotion. So when that's a situation, then obviously working through that being able to do some thought work around it, being able to do some journaling around it, maybe see a coach or a counselor around it as well, being able to heal that part of the past is really, really important because human emotion is there to be processed. And in the moment when we actually are genuinely expressing an emotion, it usually works through the body within nine minutes. So if you're able to allow that emotion to come out, usually within nine minutes, it's usually resolved itself. And that's when it's been fully processed. But if we completely push it back and we suppress it and we push it down, then usually it'll come out at the most you know, opportune moments when it really shouldn't. So being able to recognize that is really important. And it was really something recently that I noticed myself is that There are certain times where, you know, or certain emotions that I don't necessarily allow myself to process in the moment. And that's definitely from past conditioning. It's been, you know, told when I was a child not to cry or not being able to, or being told to be quiet when I was crying and, you know, for whatever situation, who knows? Um, If it's been told multiple times, then the subconscious takes it as an order and then it becomes a pattern that we then continuously replay out. And so what I noticed is that when I actually experience sadness, I suppress it by breathing and I'll breathe deep and I'll push it down. And it's really fascinating because it's actually, it's not processing the emotion. It's not actually allowing it to express itself. It's just actually suppressing it. So that was a real amazing realization for me to experience. So I can then start to learn to change that pattern and express the emotion of sadness or whatever the emotion is and allow it to fully process itself and then we need to decide ahead of time what we want for our lives we want to obviously understand what's really important to us and prioritize these sorts of things so if you want certain success in your business in your life and you're noticing that your emotions are getting ahead of you or over to, over the top of you or are completely overwhelming you then starting to have that awareness is obviously the first step so recognizing where that is getting out of control and start noticing Is it because I have suppressed in the past? Is it because it's a pattern that I consistently play out? And every time this happens, so maybe it's like when I look at my finances, I I get so overwhelmed and so stressed out that I just don't do anything about them. Is it that a certain situation makes me avoid the situation? I don't actually take on any information and I just avoid completely. Is it that I get so overwhelmed and stressed about making decisions that I just don't make decisions? Like what is it specifically is happening? What patterns are playing out that you you can start to notice that you would like to change? And so sometimes it can be you know even overthinking right over analyzing things and consistently going to that extreme of having to have that constant constant thought around it without actually ever making the move or taking the action we're just constantly overthinking it and is this so is this just a pattern of overwhelm or a pattern of distraction or is it a need for drama you know sometimes that overwhelm and that anxiety is actually a need to show other people that we're busy or to show other people to get attention from other people because it's like, this is a really stressful time in my life and I need support. Rather than actually asking for the support, we show the emotion to an extreme to stress to other people that's what we need. And so it's noticing, you know, is that playing out for you? If drama is definitely playing out for you, then please go back to last week's episode and listen to that because I dive really, really deep into the drama cycle. But I really want you to notice and start to recognize that you are not always going to feel like it when it comes to being successful When it comes to wanting things in your life or creating change, then there is going to get some times where it's going to be uncomfortable. And there is most of the time, most, like 98% of the time, you are not going to feel like it. You are not going to want to step outside your comfort zone. You are not going to want to do things differently. And your brain doesn't want you to either. And that's really the thing that we're fighting, right? It's old patterning, it's old conditioning, and our brain just wants to keep us safe. So it will rather tell you don't do it, and then it'll overthink and overstress and throw different emotions at you if that's certain patterns that have played out before that have kept you safe. And it's this whole cycle that plays out for us, which is really fascinating. But sometimes we need to start noticing where we're taking on the belief around our emotions, and we're believing that it's because we, we it's not the right feeling. We should feel good about it. Or we, um, it's, you know, you know what I mean? Like when we dive into personal development, we talk a lot about high vibe and high vibration and, and we've got to really got to feel with it. You've got to go with your gut. But there's this opposite thing that happens that people go to the extreme and actually Peter to their emotions and they listen to every aspect of their emotion when sometimes it's not actually telling you that. And this is the thing, right? You get to interpret your emotions however you want to interpret them. And sometimes fear feels exactly the same as excitement. But if you tell yourself that it's fear, then you will not necessarily take action. But if you tell yourself it's it's excitement, you're more likely to step forward and take that action step. So how are you interpreting your emotions? Could you be interpreting them differently and creating a different outcome? And where are you not showing up, not doing something consistently and not having the self-discipline to do the work? And is that reliant on your emotions? Because you can't just expect to feel like it every single time. If, honestly, if I felt like getting on a Facebook Live, (laughs) like honestly when I first started doing video videos on social media I did not feel like it I knew it was something I needed to do for my business and I did not feel like it at all I was petrified I was you know fear scared of the judgment scared of what I looked like made all these comparisons like all of those types of things played out but I made it a priority for for my business to move forward and I turned it from a or maybe I'll see if I feel like it to a must so it was changing the way that I talked about the priority of it and did not allow my emotions to come into play. Okay. This is where, you know, if, if you rely on logic and critical thinking to make your decisions and then you don't tap into the emotion, then sometimes you cannot necessarily take the right intuitive gut feel for what's moving forward. Or it's the opposite where you rely only on your gut and you don't bring in logic and critical thinking. And that's where you can sometimes be thrown off course because your emotions are everything that's going on in your body, not just that one decision you're making. So if it's where starting to recognize where consistently would you like to show up and where do you need more self-discipline, and is it that you need to delay instant gratification? Because this is a thing, right? We're constantly wanting instant gratification. Everything is so instant nowadays. You've got information that at the drop, literally at your fingertips. You can order anything online and have it delivered to you pretty much straight away, um, you know, with overnight. You've got so much access to everything. You don't have to worry about, you know, <laughs> going out to get anything. Anything can be delivered. You can find anything online. Like everything is so. Instantly grat- like gratifying that we don't necessarily discipline ourselves for longer term gain. And the thing when it comes to business and success and, you know, even if it's a weight loss goal, you're not going to feel like going to the gym to begin with. It's going to have to, you're going to have to build that consistency and then you're going to start craving that physical movement. The same thing with your business. You're not going to start seeing results early on. You need to consistently show up all the time and and prove to your customers that you are worthy and prove to your customers that you are um, trustworthy and it's something that they will then want to spend money with you. So where are you not consistently showing up and where are you relying on your emotions to make your decisions for you? find other reasons to motivate you sometimes if we're only relying on how we feel and that's not motivating enough because it's really not we've got to find other things that are going to drive you forward so how are you prioritizing what's important to you how are you prioritizing the decisions that you make to create that's that consistency where are you scheduling in the important things that need to have happen and how are you prioritizing those things right because We need to find other ways to motivate us past the feeling of fear and past the feeling of the emotions of getting us overwhelmed. Success leaves clues and those clues are usually consistency and showing up. Yeah, because this is one of those things, right? We've got to continuously do it even when no one else is watching. I was literally talking to a friend of mine the other day about my podcast because she was looking, uh, thinking about starting a podcast. And I was like, great. What can you commit to without results for 6 to 12 months? Because that's what it's going to take to build your following. That's what it's going to take to build the consistency of your followers trusting that you're going to be there every single week or every fortnight or however often you're planning to commit to record a podcast episode. It's going to take time. So finding other ways to motivate yourself is a really, really key thing to do. When I started the podcast, my focus was creating really effective content that my clients my existing clients at the time I would be able to relay back to extra episodes to support my coaching so I was able to go hey listen to this episode and this episode and then come back to me with what your key takeaways were and we're gonna dive into even deeper it just made my coaching even more effective because it was almost like they had four hours of me instead of just two so I was that was my key motivator and I was also motivating myself to create a discipline so I was saying to myself I was committing to every single Monday I had to have a podcast episode out and there were often times where I did not feel like it. There were often times where I could think of a few times where it was like late, late Sunday night and I was sitting in front of the computer and creating that recording and editing it to make sure it went out. There was even a really early Monday morning that I created a podcast. Now I plan to have them out, you know, prepped a few weeks in advance, but Because it is a must now I don't it's not like I want to see if I feel like it or wait till I'm inspired It was literally a discipline that I wanted to create for myself So I could create and show that I was showing up all the time and show that consistency that my clients could trust me and could also Benefit from it as well So how what other motivations can you find for the goal that you want to achieve or the success that you're looking for that? You know is going to take time because success or any form of big goal that you're trying to attain takes a slow burn. Things take time and we are not primed for that anymore. We want it so quickly and we want things so easily that doing hard things and long-term things are even harder for us humans now. So where would you like to be more consistent and how can you create a self-discipline around And motivate yourself differently, a self-discipline around that goal and motivate yourself in a different way and stop relying on your emotions. Compartmentalizing is a really, really good way to do that by being able to, you know, kind of section out different parts of your brain to kind of make sure you can make decisions in a clearer way. Because if you're just relying, like I said before, if you're just relying on your emotions to make your decisions, you're being set off course and you are not necessarily showing up as your fullest expression of yourself, and you're not actually fulfilling your fullest potential. I guarantee you. Because our emotions, they're caused by so many different chemicals in the body, and so many different thoughts that aren't always necessarily serving us, that if we rely on those and we believed everything that went on in our head, the way that our inner critic talks to us, then we'd get nowhere. We'd achieve nothing. So how do we create self-discipline? Discipline always starts with a commitment. We've got to decide to commit no matter what. There's a quote that you often hear Tony Robbins talk about and when it comes to goal attainment. And it actually goes back to Julius Caesar, the Roman emperor. But it's literally like if you're going to take the island, you have to burn the boats. And what he means by this is that if you really, really, really want that freaking goal, then you've got to remove all the escape routes. Yeah? So... If one of those escape routes is relying on your emotions, then you've got to cut them out when they're not serving you. So, being able to build that self-discipline based around the long-term achievement, the long-term gain for what you want. So, focusing on how you're going to feel then, rather than thinking about how you feel now, and rather than making that decision of I'm going to I don't really feel. Up to it right now. I'll do it tomorrow when I'm feeling more inspired, or I'll do it tomorrow when I can be bothered going to the gym. You know, like think about how you're going to handle distractions as well. Think about how you're going to handle certain setbacks and in the moment feels because you know that's where I love using um, Mel Robbins' as actual uh, five. Five second rule, right? Counting backwards from five, it just t- kind of distracts the brain and allows you to take action at the same time. So then you're not actually relying on your emotions to kind of set you off course. So it's like literally, if it, you're trying to get to the gym and you know the early mornings and you're, you literally have to hit the alarm, get dressed and go to the gym. So if you find that you're hitting the snooze button, you need to interrupt that pattern, you'd hit this, you know, hit the alarm off and go five, four, three, two, one. In that moment, you take your feet out of the bed you, you know, stand up and get dressed and literally by taking that first action, you're distracting your brain and not allowing those feelings and those emotions to come into play to go, Oh, I really don't feel like it. Right. So being able to just create those, um, or set those things in place. So then you're not relying on how the moment feels and how to deal with certain distractions. It's really like building a muscle you've got to take that consistent action to prove that you can do it. So start with really consistent action that you 150% can achieve. Don't set yourself up for failure, set yourself up for success. So if you are really, really struggling with any form of discipline in your life right now and you're listening to this and you're like, oh my god, that's everything in my life, then just start with one thing. Often people start, well, I'm going to start eating healthy, and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to start doing you know, this type of morning routine and I'm going to do this in my business and it's too many new things that it's you really will struggle with being able to accomplish all of them consistently over a long period of time. So introduce one, attach it onto an, a ritual that you already do, so something that you already do. If you can attach something small to that and start building that discipline up and start building that muscle by taking that small consistent action and set yourself up to, for success. So rather than say to yourself, "Well, I'm going to go to the gym 5 times ne- next week." You know if you haven't been to the gym in a month going five times it's not going to happen because you're probably going to get to session two and you're going to be so exhausted or you're going to be actually in pain or <laughs> on day three, your muscles will be so sore because you'll be like, what the hell have you done to me? That it'll be very, very difficult for you to go day four and five. And then your inner critic will start coming in and start telling you that you're a failure. Start telling you that, you know, I don't even know why you bother. You should just you know sleep in tomorrow. It's going to be much easier Just sleep in. You've done, you've worked so hard already. So you may as well sleep in like all of those things come into play. So, Set yourself up for success. So what I mean by that is think about what you 150% can commit to in the first week. That's where the key is, right? Because you need to set yourself up well, rather than you know set yourself up for failure straight away. So if you can 150% commit, and then work out your distractions, work out what setbacks and how you're going to deal with in-the-moment feelings, then you're so, so far ahead of everybody else and you're so well on your way to actually achieving what you want and creating that consistent goal. So start start on building that muscle. The other famous thing that um, Tony Robbins always talks about is raising your standards. And this is something that I feel really is important when it comes to dealing with overwhelm, when it comes to emotion, because we're constantly just listening to that inner voice and we're constantly just thinking about how we feel and then taking our action and taking our steps or our um, decisions from that place. Whereas if you raise your standards and expect expect more from yourself and then create a new must around that, that's where it helps you to step up and actually start fully stepping into your power. So, you know, thinking about where I've always let myself down before And where is it that I have always relied on how I felt in the moment and turn my maybes and turn my, I'll I'll try or I'll do this or I'll think about it into a must. Like it has to become a priority. And this is where one of those key things that there's certain aspects of your life you don't want to change and, you know, where in your That where in your life are you making that a priority right now? So if it's that you're wanting to leave your nine to five, how much of a priority is building your business in your life right now? If it is not at 80% to 100% a a focus and a priority, then you're not necessarily gonna leave your nine to five anytime soon, right? Because you're not making it a priority. Same with your health and fitness. If you are not making it a priority, And you're relying on how you feel in the moment and thinking about what you might do next week and thinking about, oh, I can go out for dinner three times next week. It'll be fine. I'll just work out more the next week. Like it's not really making it a priority. So where can you think about how you can change the way that you're thinking about that aspect of your life? Because usually if we if it's been neglected and we haven't necessarily taken much consistent action in that area of our life, it's because we're not actually thinking about it as a priority. And then it's really focusing on carving out the time. The self-discipline comes from making the time happen, turning it into a must, right? There's no ifs, buts, if I can fit it in. It's literally carving that time out in your day and making it happen, scheduling it in and doing it no matter what. No matter how you feel, no matter what setback, no matter what, what phone call comes in, no matter what failure happens 10 minutes earlier, like no matter what is making it an actual focused focused must. okay so I got really really passionate there and sometimes when I get really passionate I can come across very strong and very abrupt and I know that when we're in a place where we're constantly feeling our emotions then when someone comes in and tells you what you should do or what you know what you have to do and what you have to make a must we kind of then cower back down into our emotions and so I just want you to I just want you to know I just want you to think about this. You deserve to have what you want. If you want to be successful in your business, and if you want to achieve a certain goal, you owe it to yourself to make this a discipline. You owe it to yourself to stop relying on your emotions to make your decisions for you. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to those around you, friends and family, and those that show up for you. You owe it to them as well to show up and take yourself seriously and prioritize what's important in your life. Because if you are constantly petering to your emotions and you're putting other people first as well, then you are no good to anybody if your cup is empty. So please, think about where you're allowing your emotions to take control. Think about where you're allowing emotions to overcome you. And think about, is that where I need to do some work? Where I need to allow myself to express the emotion and let things go? Or is it that I need to start a new pattern, a new behavior to start getting the results that I want in my life? Because that's what it comes down to. If you look back at certain things that you've wanted in the past and you haven't achieved, I guarantee you they've come down to relying on your emotions to make your decisions for you and relying on that in-the-moment feeling. It's not always steered you right, has it? So really just take a moment and think, do I want more? Do I want something better for myself emotions are there for a reason they're a signpost to direct us in the right direction but sometimes they direct us in the wrong direction if we're if that's all we're allowing to make our decisions for us think about the logic think about the critical thinking that comes into place when making a decision and setting up a discipline and take those steps that most successful people take to achieve their goals I want that for you, and I'm sure you do too. Thanks so much for listening. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.